All right. Hello. Hey, what's up, Chris? What's going on? Not much, man. Not much. Hello, young world. Welcome to episode six of Things to Keep in Mind. I'm your host, Zell. And uh, today, our positive affirmation is have patience. And I feel like there's no other better person for me to talk to about having patience with than my boy, my brother, my writing partner in this poetry writing game, Chris Green, a.k.a. Chevy Lanes. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. I can't complain. So, uh, you know, before you begin, I just kind of want to tell the people kind of like how I met Chris. Uh, And it all kind of began like uh, four years, uh, a little over four years ago now. But it was the top of uh, 2014. And uh, I'll never forget, I was on my uh, Christmas break. This is like my last Christmas break before I'm about to graduate from the Mm -hmm. University of West Georgia. And uh, I had been living by myself for like a few months and I was kind of enjoying it. And then like, I got a call from uh, the place we lived at at the time, the management campus walk. And they told me that uh, I was going to begin a new roommate. So at first I was like, like I was kind of in shock. <laughs> but So, so then I, I had to like call them back and be like, hold on, I'm getting a new roommate. Like, can you give me some more information on this guy? Da, 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 da. So uh, they told me your name. I wound up looking you up on, like, Facebook. And I was like, oh, never mind. I, I know this dude. He cool. I seen him around campus or whatever. So then, like, when, when, I, when I got back uh, to, to school after, um, after New Year's and, and, and I met you, man, it, it, was like, it was like, wow, man. This is, like, one of the coolest dudes I ever met, like, on, on some real stuff, man. And, uh, and, and, and then it, it, we kind of just hit it off from there, like, we had similar interest in like poetry and like music yep. and, and, and all that. And like there, like the brotherhood um, kind of like started. And uh, yep. like through, throughout that time, man, we, we've, we've grown our friendship and, and it, we've even grown it into, uh, you know, like the, the whole poetry. And we have a poetry group called A.E. Lanes uh, that kind of yep. started, I want to say, well, we started in 2015. I think probably so about you know, my memory ain't good. Um, it was around, but that probably time. about it was about yeah, probably about mid. Yeah, it was 2015, but it was yeah, somewhere because right I think at the end of 2014, that's when we started kind of maybe thinking about it, and then I think I reached out to you because I think the first poem we did was well, it was like we we the people I want to say, and that was 2015. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, 2015, and then once I moved up to uh, DC. We just continue, like you know, writing together, and uh, yeah, now we have a, a great, a great uh, writing partnership with uh, A.E. Lanes, and uh, we just put out, um, we re-released our uh, poetry collection, uh, the draft. But we're gonna talk more about that a little later. But yeah, man, um, uh, I'm, I'm glad to have you on the podcast today, man. Um, I appreciate having me on here, man. No, no problem. Uh, so let's get right into it. Okay. What does having patience mean to you? I, I, to me, patience is it's a virtue, not to be cliche, but mm-hmm. it's about being able to, no matter what place you may be in life, being able to just pause and regardless of what's going on around you, being able to 
to remain humble and just wait on whatever you need to happen at that moment. If, if you're going through a storm, you know, what do you do? You just wait, you know, some people run and some people hide, but you know, if you really want to, to, to stand the test of time, you got to be patient. Time's always going to tick by, but you know, you grow when you're patient. So you just have to be able to wait. Exactly. I, I totally agree. It kind of, kind of brings me back to like, you know, just kind of like growing up in Georgia and like when there's a thunderstorm, what what does your mom or your grandma always tell you? Like stay away from the windows, mm-hmm. uh, go, go in your room, like be quiet. Don't get on the phone. It's kind of like that whole like mindset, like kind of be still and be quiet and like wait on the Lord exactly, and, and, and keep on working, keep on doing your thing. But just know exactly. that like God's time is, is always perfect time. Exactly. That is that is exactly what it means. And you know, can't nobody teach you better than your grandparents. But That's also when you when you apply your faith into it, when you apply more than just your faith, but you, you put God into it, it everything becomes a substance. Exactly. It actually holds weight, you know. Mm-hmm. That that name holds weight, your name holds weight, you know. So no, definitely I- yeah. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Um, so, so in, in your personal and professional life, how have you practiced having patience? Well, it, it used to not be that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was almost as if I was not practicing what I preach, but I found out that regardless of how many times I faltered, and just my faith of just being patient. Um, for example, like this year has been an extraordinary year. Mm-hmm. I've been able to do things that I, I haven't been able to do before. And there's still a lot of things that are on their way, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm setting up now that I still have to be patient, you yeah. know, to to actually start, you know, later this year. So it your pa- patience goes along with you. you. You, we always had patience. We just never knew exactly how to properly use it. Mm. And I think that when you just be still, you know, you you still got to put work in. Mm-hmm. Faith works is dead, but when you actually apply faith and and just be still, but you're still doing what is necessary to make whatever you need to make happen. You know, it's a beautiful thing. So I think that's what really helped me out this year is just being patient and letting God move and not putting my hand in everything that's not meant to be put in. You know, so <laughs> that's, yeah. that's that's real. Um, speaking on that, I kind of want you to go into a little detail, if you don't mind, about your about the a particular journey you've been on uh, since last year um, with, with the whole like how, how you got the State Farm job. Um, because that that's why, like, when, when I thought about having patience, that's why you came to my mind. Because I remember that's something you told me um, throughout that whole process is, like, you got to have patience. Um, yeah, so with with State Farm, I, I mean, you know, you I've been trying to apply for jobs for so long, and I've been mm-hmm. wanting a career job, and I applied to State Farm different positions probably it's been uh, i i just say a decade oh, wow. it's supposed to be funny but 
that's exactly what it is because I, I can remember and I can go back to my emails and just about look at all the, you know, the the now letters. Thank you for applying and all that. And I remember I probably like I said, I probably applied maybe 10 plus times. I've probably taken the assessment two plus times mm-hmm. and I've had one interview and that's what got me the position. So like I said, yeah, being turned down, getting those letters, it hurts, but for some reason that hurt goes away. Mm-hmm. And I forgot about that. You know, I didn't just say, okay, I'm not about to apply to this job anymore. I don't apply to this job five times. I'm done. Mm-hmm. But I, I never thought about that. I just, oh, job, apply. Oh, job, apply. And, you know, this time something was like, okay, you need to tweak your resume. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I some, I was gaining some experience, you know, um, as far as working in a call center for about a year. So that was helping me out too. Mm-hmm. So it just all, it all came together, you know? So yeah. it definitely... It definitely brought me to a place where, you know, I'm just like, okay, this is where I want to be. I was helping people get to the job. You know, I had family that worked there, you know, so I, you know, just patience just got me there. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. We always have patience. It's just Mm -hmm. how you properly apply it and properly applying is just being still um, and putting in the work while while you wait for what you want to happen. That's so real, bro, because, like, I mean, man, for 10 years, the fact that you, you've never given up that whole time and that you're, you're, you're finally working there, that's a real testament to patience, bro. That's t- patience on a whole nother level. I don't, I don't know too many people that got that type of patience these days. So that's yeah. very encouraging to, to hear that story, and I, I thank you again for sharing that. Um, no, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And and speaking on that, like, how has your patience been tried? <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, patient, really, good thing I ain't got no kids, because then my patience really be tried. I mean, but, but you do have a godson, though, so. Yeah, I mean, and I'd be about wanting to pull him through the phone line. Um, you know, <laughs> checked on them a couple of days ago. He acting bad. I felt like I had to, I wanted to go over there and yank him up. But how my patience is being tried is it's small things that we we're working on everything in life. We may want uh, I may be like I'm to get my own place. Um, mm-hmm. But we we get small things or we get wrenches thrown in our gears. Um, mm, that's a good analogy. As, you know, as we're we're going along, you know, every day we're going along, we're moving, we're moving. You know, everything is flowing as as it should be, and then bam, you know, oh, I got to pay this bill or this happened or something like that. So then you got to adjust adjust yourself to 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 get yourself back on track but that same path that you were on um that same incident or situation that's testing yourself testing your patience testing your faith you got to be able to to readjust yourself and you're not going to be on that same path you're actually going to be on a on a different path it's a path that that you have to adjust to 
you know, you're still going to the same destination. You're still on that same journey, but you just got to adjust yourself accordingly. And I think by my patients being tested so many times, countless times, but I'm at a point now where I don't stress, you know, about Mm -hmm. certain things no more that I used to stress. Um, You know, just, I remember when I I literally, I, I, I had to pay my phone bill and then I didn't have no money. My phone was off for like three or four days and my account was like at something cent, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, the next day I got paid. <laughs> but <laughs> look at God. <laughs> you know, you know, but when you when you look at things, when you look at the internal things of a bad situation, you forget about the outside and the goodness that's on its way or that's already there. Yeah, speak on that, speak on that. So um, you know, just you know, it, it's just, uh, you know, testing your patience is just a test. It really is that you just, you're going to eventually pass regardless if you're ready or not. That, no, so. I, that, that's real, bro. Like, do, do you feel that, like, because I feel like in my life, patience gives me a certain type of peace. Does this, mm-hmm. would you say patience gives you like a certain type of peace? Oh, yeah, it, it does. It does because what it does is you don't, the thing, so you focus on the good, not the bad. Yeah. What you're waiting for, the goodness to happen, to go to over, to um, counterbalance a bad situation. But your patient allows you just to focus on the in-between because mm-hmm. you know that the goodness is going to happen and that, that if you believe and you're patient and you have faith in God, I'm just going to take an extra step, Mm-hmm. then you you don't worry about the bad you know yeah you don't you don't worry about what's on the left end the left part i don't worry about people at work they be like oh such and such is this way i don't i don't worry about them people they may bring it up to me and i may have not even noticed it because it doesn't affect me mm-hmm. you know i've already seen it you know oh okay i don't mess with that person you know and people mm-hmm. look at you and they be like they act a certain way you know they're testing you you know and you don't, I don't mess with these folks. I ain't worried about these folks. I, mm-hmm. I see how they are. They already in their own little pool. I don't, I don't have to go out fishing to see exactly what these people act like. They, they attract other people just like them, mm-hmm. you know? And when they come to me, they're not going to mess up my peace. No. So, <laughs> so, you know, you know, it's just like my, I'm patient now. I know where I want to be in six months and I'm patient on it. So whatever comes in my way, I'm not going to let no nothing let me falter from from my destination, you know? So that that's beautiful, bro, cuz it sounds kind of almost like I feel like every great leader, like speaking of like uh like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, uh Gandhi, all of them, Jesus, of course, all of them <laughs> had their moments in their life where they reached the mountaintop. And at that mountaintop, they found clarity and they found peace. And exactly. I feel like that's kind of where you're at right now. And that's where I'm I'm trying to get to, too, in my life. And I think that's a beautiful, a real beautiful place to be at where you just realize everything. And you're just living in your truth. And you're just trying to be that that light. You know what exactly. I'm saying? That light that you see in the sky. And that that's 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 truly inspiring, bro. And I just want to keep on encouraging you 
to 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 never change that attitude, man. No matter what happens, always stay positive. Always stay in in in, in that in that on that path and stay in, stay in God's grace and and be in that light. Um, yeah. But uh, lastly, on the topic of having patience, you know, many people struggle with having patience. In your opinion, what's the best way to develop patience? Um, I, that's a good question. Uh, wait, ask the question one more time. Many people struggle with having patience. In your opinion, what's the best way to develop patience? I think, I think the best way to, to develop patience is treating every moment in your life that has tested you um, at some point that's forced you to look at yourself and say, what's going on? Um, I think by learning from situations, um, not even your own, because people want to come to you with their situations, their problems, mm-hmm. and sometimes you're going to have to speak with them. And I look at people's situations and they'll ask me certain questions and and I build from that, you know, I kind of added to your, you know, what my dad used to say, your repertoire. And I'm like, so corny, but (laughs) Um, you have a repertoire for everything. You have a repertoire for, you know, just different stuff. But I think learning from situations in life when you're tested and looking back on them, not, not per se, on past situations but but you um, you're not looking back on negative situations but you are learning from them and it, it teaches that the next time you're going to just be patient just be still um, so just learn from, from what you went through and, and, and what you get from it it'll make you stronger the positive aspect of it not the negative because those situations you should overcome whatever negative aspect you've gone through. So that should build your confidence, build your faith that the next time it happens that you can withstand it and be patient and just remain still through it all. Mm, Okay. So, so basically in a nutshell, patience is all about just learning how, how to have patience is really just going through life and, 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 and learning through each lesson uh, each test that that you go through and building upon that, and with that comes wisdom, and with that comes you knowing how to react to certain situations, and and and, and you just 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 being still at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and just letting nothing like throw you off your 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 positive vibe, and yeah. and and no no matter what may happen, just always staying in that in that good energy the good vibes and yeah. just being true to you no no matter what somebody says to you no matter what somebody may bring you you know no matter like how like you know when, when you're maybe on the highway and somebody cuts you off or or somebody like gives you an evil look or well, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be just always stand in that 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 be still that that peace and and just and just keeping that about yourself uh i think that definitely goes a long way
for yeah. sure. For sure. Very true. But um switching gears, man. Uh let's you know, get into some some more lighthearted questions. You know, let the people know a little bit about yourself. So uh what or who inspired you to start writing poetry? Um I you know, that's a really good question. I don't I don't know what triggered me to to start writing poetry. Um, it could have been a class or a taking or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think who inspired who inspired me um, um, was a poet um, by the name of uh, Daniel Beatty. Mm, okay. Um, I found him. I don't know. I think I was on YouTube looking at Def Jam poetry. It was something. Okay. But I came across him and uh he has this poem and it's called uh Knock Knock. And just in a nutshell, it's just about his dad being there and um his dad not being there and him going to the prison um for visitation to to see his dad. And his dad is basically saying, you know, you know, he would knock on the glass and you know, that's how he would, you know, communicate. But his dad just letting him know, you know, stand up against oppression, stand up against stereotypes, stand up against, uh, you know, just being black and African American in 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 every aspect. So that's that's who in, inspires me and and inspired me to at some point um, while I was start writing. So yeah. Wow. Okay. I definitely gotta check that out. All right. Um. How long have you been writing for? Uh, um, I've been writing maybe I'm 28, maybe about a half of that, wow. maybe about 15 years. Wow, that's a while. Yeah, so I've been writing for a long time, a very long time. And, yeah. and have you ever felt like, like, like frustrated or like, upset that that you're not like where you think you should be or where you want to be yet with the writing like you know like as as far as like exposure on it or anything like that or or or, or do you have patience and know that like eventually you're gonna get there you just gotta keep on like working hard well I mean there's been some times that I've I've been frustrated because I felt like my writing my writing has grown Mm-hmm. but there's something in me that that wants to see it blossom into more and you know like i said it's it's evolved um i feel like i can i can switch it up at any time i've i've actually um that's why i said this year's been so great because you know my writing style you know you know how i i write mm-hmm. but i've actually learned um to switch it up you know, mm-hmm. and just write just with, with you know, with no no interference, no music, no nothing. Mm, and I found that um, that it, you know, for me, it is put it on a, a whole different level, you know. So I, um, I'm putting it all together um, and I'm going to do something with it. I just don't know what I want to do with it. But um, I'm still writing. Um, I still got projects I haven't even released yet. 
Yeah, I, I know you stay right. Do, do you still write uh, every day? Um, I don't write every day. I, I have what we, <laughs> what the old people call dry spells. Yeah, um, riser's um, block. I, yeah, so I'll well, not necessarily writer's block. Oh, okay, guys, you get that urge to write. So that's that's what makes that's what makes poetry so, 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 so just great. Mm-hmm. I I have moments where I'm just like, okay. Let me go write, you know. I may write, I wrote 10 poems in a day, I wrote two in a week, you know, it's just that spell. It's mm-hmm. it's spell where you just pick up your pen and you just write. Yeah, um, man. When the creative juices is just flowing and can't nothing stop it. You know, I wouldn't even call it I just call it spirit, you know, it's just this mm-hmm. it's just the Kendrick spirit, and it's just something that's innate to you that you just you automatically know. You didn't know, I didn't know at six or seven or eight that you that I would be writing. But, you know, I'm writing now, you know, you know, even if my first couple of poems was to a girl, you know, and then, wow, you know, now, I'm, you know, you're writing. So it's, you know, it's definitely a blessing. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that's what you would call catching that Holy Spirit, that Holy Ghost. It just takes over you and you there just, you know, what I'm saying he's just flowing right, right, right through you. But um. So, so speak. I know you spoke a little bit about your style. I mean, I know I know your style, but I know the people listening may not know your style. So, how would you like for someone that hasn't read your poetry collections or or any of your poems? How would you describe your style? And uh, also, on top of that, explain your your writing process to everyone as well. So, the way I write is, I I like to write on the basis of how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel in tuned with, with nature, um, with family, um, with, with God. Um, I feel like it's a spiritual aspect as if I'm not necessarily writing a Bible, but I feel like I'm connected in a way to, it just flows, there's a fluidity um, to it. It's just something where you might not necessarily understand where I'm coming from, and I may never tell a person, but my poetry definitely speaks on my life. Um, it definitely speaks on aspects that that I partake in every day and that I, I live by. Um, you know, so that's, that's, I guess, not necessarily, I don't know if explaining my style, but I don't know if it's necessarily a style, it's just a way of life. Um, mm how I write so just write about what what really comes to me but I know it's, it's about my spirituality um and where I stand in life and how I look at life so no um, that's no I I would totally agree man like I, I feel like you know for me just um seeing your growth over the last four years man is, is truly inspiring and uh it's funny man because because I could kind of tell that you had tapped into something different over the last few months because I had been reading your poetry and it just seemed like it was on a whole nother level. So like now me talking to you, it, it all makes sense. Um, I feel like you definitely always had that spiritual aspect to you. And like, I feel like your your poetry is very conversational and very like in the moment and very like, you know, like now, you know, um, and uh, it, it kind of just reminds me of like listening to like my favorite rap song, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it has, you know, it has that 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 cadence to it, that bounce, that flow. And that's one mm-hmm. thing I really appreciate uh, for you because you you kind of taught me that. Like I kind of 
like had that before, but I felt like that um I, I sharpened that skill when writing with you. Um Yeah. And and uh, I would like to like thank you for that, man, because like you uh when we started writing poetry, like you know, there was a sometimes there's a point in time where I'm like, man, like, will I ever be able to outdo this, the, my previous work? And I and I like I know from like writing with you, like I will always be able to do that because there's always an, another level you can tap into. You just have to like seek and you shall find. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just always stay in tune with the higher power with God because He's the one who gives you the talent. So as long as you stay in tune with Him. Uh, like you'll always find ways to like grow upon that talent and get better and better each each and every time. Exactly, and exactly, and you know, there's I I think there's one girl on Twitter, but she she writes, you know. Mm-hmm. I may never met, meet her, <laughs> but she, she writes in a way. I'm just like, dang, like you know, I hop on a plane and go be like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? You know, you want to write something like that. Just because she, the way she writes, and see, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and just like the the way you write, you we write different, you know. Yeah. The way you write, sometimes I'm like, well, dang, well, I can write like he writes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be saying the same thing when I read some of your stuff. Because <laughs> you know, nobody's a bigger critic than I am of myself when it comes to writing. You know, especially, you know, if you send me something, I'm like. Well, dang, you know, I'm watching TV, you know, shoot, now I got to sit here and try to figure out something that, you know, not necessarily outdo you, but, you know, try to match, you know, just because we're trying to put something cohesively together. Um, so, you know, and you you definitely, um, I, I don't, you know, push me to another um, another area to, to force myself to, to get outside of the box that I'm trying to currently outside get up, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to get out of one thing and hop into another. So, you know, I definitely do appreciate that, you know. No, same here, man. It's, I think it's something truly special that we have when, when when we come together and we form AE Lanes, man. It's, it's something really, truly inspiring. Um, and, I mean, from, from especially from what people tell me, man, like, and from, you know, what people on the internet say, man, they, they really appreciate what we do. So, um, you know, I'm I'm just happy that we, you know, we met four years ago and we were able to, like, you know, bond over poetry and we were able to come together and 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 create something and give it to the world. Um, yeah. But but speaking on AE Lanes and everything, how how was it for you um, coming together with me like last summer? Even though we weren't physically together, but like you know, kind of like through email and, you know, through text, how was it for you, like, writing the draft? And also uh, explain so explain to the people what, how, like, what the draft is to you, at least. Um, you know, I'm trying to remember because I know the summer. Because um, I think we, yeah, we were writing over, we were writing over email, you know, you know, you send me something, I send you something, and I was at work, you know, but I was still able to 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 feed off of your energy that you you were providing, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the the draft was definitely a a blueprint, um, in a sense because, you know, I think actually everything we write really is a br- blueprint because yeah. the next following thing is 
it always sets the tone and it goes on and on and on. Very true. Um, it, de- it definitely um, allowed me to, um, you know, take a particular poem and add my own flavor to it, but it, it still be cohesive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people don't, you know, you, the attention span of today, um, as far as sitting down and actually having somebody to read something versus watch something, um, is definitely difficult. Yeah. I think that, you know, you could take what we write and you could spend time and, okay, you know what, I'm going to go necessarily, I'm going to, you don't have to necessarily read the whole thing because it is, you know, it's quite cohesive and it's quite lengthy, but you could say, okay, you know what, let me go read this today. Um, and then I'll come back tomorrow and I read this, or, uh, you know, let me, let me go read this, you know, let me go read a couple of them. Um, I think that's definitely what makes it so great, um, especially a particular uh, project. Oh, yeah. No, nah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree, man. Like, I feel like well, with the draft, it's kind of like you were, like how we were talking about uh, a little while ago about just like when you're in that zone, like that's the kind of zone, like every time approach you with a, a particular project or a poem we should do I always felt like I was in that zone and during the draft I was in a particular zone when like you know so I was kind of like you know listening to like a lot of like old J. Cole at the time yeah uh, like the warm-up um Friday Night Lights uh Truly Yours type stuff and like also like Nas Illmatic type stuff and and like just you know, uh, looking at watching a lot of basketball at the time with the finals and like playoffs and all that, and like I, I drew like a lot of inspiration from that. And like the like for me, the draft is kind of like a double entendre. So it's like the draft as like it's a real draft. Like yeah. you know, this might change over time. Like we might revise it or whatever the case may be. But yeah. it's also like the draft and like we're trying to get drafted into into the into the to the writers hall of fame type thing. You know, we're trying to get drafted into the game. You know what I'm saying? Like basically put me in the game, coach. I got the skills. I'm ready to score. I'm ready to I'm shoot. Coach, it's cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So um yeah man like uh that that's honestly like it was a it was a great time in my life. You know, anytime I I, I like I I like you know write you know for a project or I, I write with you or right for anything else like it's always like a different type of era in my life and and I I often reminisce about it and really um uh like hold it as a special place in in my heart and uh, the draft was was definitely was definitely that man like I feel like we really tapped into honestly like I still to this day I feel like that's some of the best poetry I've written um and uh, the fact that I could share that moment with you is, makes it, yeah, man, it makes it even even better, man. Yeah. And um, yeah, man. So you know, we would greatly appreciate it, me and Chris, if you went and checked out the draft. You know, it's, it's currently on Tumblr, and then we have a re-release version on uh, on Scrib. Um, so definitely, you know, check it out, and you could check it out. Uh, yeah, it's it's all on the it's on the internet. So so we would greatly appreciate that. But um uh lastly, uh you know, I, I want to talk about like, you know, what what you have coming up in in the future or or what you're currently working on right now. Um 
Well, currently, um, I still got a I still got a, a book um, that I haven't released. <laughs> mm. Sweet Magnolia Lane. But what um what I want to do um I want to put out I want to put out something probably by the last day of summer. Oh, uh, okay. So right now I'm looking at like I don't know a uh, uh, a title uh, a, a tentative title um summer but that may change. Um, okay. I have uh, chapters um. 10 of them that I've already named, but I feel like I'm going to, um, those, those could change too, but it's just a project. Like I said, man, I, I spent this summer, I switched up the way I write. Um, and I, I definitely feel like this is something special. So I'm a, I'm gonna work on this one. I, I still got, it's really in the rough draft phase. Okay. Um, stuff on my computer, tablet, notes, <laughs> cards, um, you know, just, you know, while I've this summer been working and stuff, I've been able to, to write while I'm at work. So, um, and then I got projects and stuff like that. So I'm just going to, I'm going to put it all together and it, it's going to be, it's going to be something, you know, that's going to, I feel it's going to be real special. So uh, I'm put, taking my time on it. So, okay. Yeah, so that's Wait, what I so, got. so, so how, how, like, how do you like it? Like, as far as like, which, which process do you like better? Do you like writing to, to beats online better? Or do you like not like your new process of just kind of however the spirit like leads you uh, type method? Well, it, I feel this is the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I've always written to music. Um, okay. And, you know, J. Cole, K-Dot, um, J. Electronica and all them. But n- when I was writing without music, I felt that it was more personal. Mm, okay. Personal um, in the sense, because I'm stepping outside of the box, one. And then two, um, it's more raw, I guess, in a sense, because it's, it's still me both ways. Mm-hmm. I just feel like this way is I can hear myself a little bit louder without any any um, background, you know. Mm-hmm. I still still write, you know. I may listen to a song, but now I'm actually writing, you know, um, more. And that's why I'm saying you you just you just gotta evolve. Like you just can't become complacent. Um, every aspect of your life, you should uproot um, and move. Know every root, you know, roots need new dirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. <laughs> you know, you know. I think, you know, by by tapping into something new, into something different. Um, that's just like with music and artists. You know, um, trap. You know, you got people like Wiz Khalifa. You know, if you listen to his last album, you know, you know that it is different. He mm-hmm. got more trap. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I got a whole album, but he ain't released. You know, mm-hmm. you know, people still like the old Ti, but you know, are they gonna listen to that new stuff? You know, mm-hmm. and Drake too. You know, listen to Drake. Drake stretching wide arms, wide. You know, for just new sound. That's what you got. That's why I feel like I have to do with my writing. 
I just have to switch it up. Mm-hmm. I, not every poem is not going to be uh, two paragraphs or something like that. You know, one may be ten, one may be like six lines. You know, almost like a haiku. But at the same time, it's definitely me switching something up and, and stepping outside of the box. So at the end of the day, I'm proud of what I'm doing. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, no, I, you're you're right, man. Like, I feel like as an artist, man, it's all about like keeping that foundation and building upon it and evolving, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and always doing something a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just mm-hmm. to challenge yourself. So, you you know, because at the same time, you know, as you're growing and becoming a better person, you want to become a better artist. And, and I feel like that's going to happen as long as you're, you're growing as a person, you're going to grow as an artist. It's like one in the same. So uh, I, I encourage you, man, keep, keep on doing your thing. Um, keep on pushing, keep on writing no matter what, you know what I'm saying? Because that, that moment is right around the corner. But the thing is, a lot of times people don't know that. So, and they get so frustrated and they give up, but I encourage you to never give up because it's it's the people that don't give up that wind up winning in the end. So definitely, definitely stay on the path, man, and keep on pushing forward. No problem. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, you know, the hip hop in me has to ask you this, bro. So I know this is a little bit on the spot, but, you know, Chris, you know, is like one of the best freestyle people I know out there. So and and me and him, actually, we used to like I used to beatbox back when we was at Canvas Walk and he used to like freestyle. We'd be up all night just. On some real hip hop stuff, man. Just, 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 just kick like kicking rhymes and stuff like that. So, uh, could could you you know spit a little like freestyle for us, uh, you know about you know just about patience and like just 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 being great. Uh yeah, I see what I can pull out. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, man, put me on the spot for real light. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to, man. I want I want it to be organic. <laughs> so it's the real deal, holy feel. It's the feel that you feel inside that makes you feel real. Just be still, wait on God. Ain't nothing you can't do that he can't help you with. I've been through everything, fought back, beat Star Wars and the Dark Sith. They don't like me for who I am and who I became. I shine bright. Stand out in the light, spotlight when I pull up real slow, but you still feel some way at night. I'm a different sight. God gave me input, put a different might. They might not like me, might snipe you, Wesley. Might make you feel some type of way. Ansley, pull off the parkway. I went from Decatur to Candler Road, back down to Carrollton, hit back up down off I-16, but I still came back from Savannah, you know what I mean? But patience still is everything. It's a type of feel. It, it makes you feel real. Not to be cliche, you may not understand. You might feel some type of way. I might be like the wind and move you back and make you sway. You're not sway in the morning, but I'm still dark at night. I might save you, but I'm not Batman. I still have you looking left to right. See, this is not me. I'm a son of God, but I'm not meant to shine on your world and make you feel better than what you should because you should be on bended knee praying to God, feeling the same way, just like me. Heavenly, I'm switched up, but I'm still not luckily not drawn out like Uno make you skip and go back the other way. But we still on the same path. It's, it's another day. 
I appreciate Enzel for having me on his podcast. It's a different way. It was way blast. It's like summer, like we was back on Kendall Road in this pool, back on Grandma on the Snoopway. Still feel five ways like the borough of death, but this is not my day. This is not their day. Like Chance say, I'm still a good guy, but I hate for the bad people to not be on my good side. But I'm always there like nationwide. Just like stay Farm. I'm just trying to be on your side, get you back on the road and make you drive off. Because when the sunset dips down, the drip ain't right. God still got you. He's going to pick you up and pull you right off. Boy, oh boy, that man got bars for days, man. (laughs) The fact that you just did that effortlessly, man. Man. Some of that sound crazy. (laughs) Yo, you killed that though, bro. Like, because I, because see, that's the thing. Like, a lot of times people say freestyle these days, people got, you know, like got it written down and all that. Like, I already know that's like fresh off your dome because I've seen him do that plenty of times. And, and that's why, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even be trying to freestyle with him. Like, I'm like, hey, don't take my line seriously, cause my mine ain't gonna be up to par like yours. <laughs> smoke, bro. No smoke, bro. <laughs> I don't want no smoke. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want zero smoke, big fella. But um, <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate you kicking that, man. That was beautiful. Um, before we get out of here, uh, tell the people how they can reach you on, you know, social media. You know, give your IG, your Twitter, your email. And uh, and also tell the people where they can find your uh, other poetry collections. Um, you can catch me on IG at uh, Urban Independent underscore ninety. Um, I think my Twitter is dead right now, but I'm still at Clark Kent underscore two K. Um, actually, my poetry is on Tumblr. I can't remember the name of it right now. Um. But I definitely do. Um, I'll have some links. Um, and a lot of my poetry is on my Facebook. Um, so you can definitely scroll through my post and see everything that I've recently um, put up. Um, most definitely. So. Okay, bet. Well, so go 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 find him on Facebook. His name is Chris Green. He's from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, in particular, Latonia Zone 6, Decatur, Stone Mountain Stand Up, one time. Um, and yeah, you know, co- you know, check out our poetry collections, you know, AE Lanes on Tumblr and mm-hmm. on uh Scrib. Um, and we're also on Squiggler. Uh, so yep. so check us out on there. We're doing pretty good on there. Um, and uh, before we get out of here, I got to run down the positive affirmations we've done so far this year. So first, you know, it's all about your mentality. You got to think like a winner. Go get it. Next, you got to keep the faith. Stay prayed up out here. Uh-huh. Then after that, you got to make a plan. You got to make a plan. Things don't work out unless you make a plan. Exactly. Then after that, you got to invest in yourself. Got to put that time in. Put that work yeah. in is what happens after you invest in yourself or while you're investing in yourself. And then lastly, our new one for today, have patience, be still, find that peace, and know that God will pull you through no matter what. So. Exactly. I just want to leave that with you guys. Again, this is things to keep in mind. I'm Zell. That's Chris, a.k.a. Chevy Lanes. Peace and love, y'all. Till next time. One love. Peace. Love. Appreciate it, man. No problem. Have a good one. All right. All right. You too, man. All right. Lord, I'm on bended knee. I thank you for my greatness and where you brought me. 
is more than I can ever realize. More than my my eyes could ever see through these corneas in which I still believe that there's still a greater purpose out there for me. My greatness, it bleeds just like the blood deep inside, but my words, they try to grip the reality of what's going on, opening the blinds, trying to determine what clarity is still on, but I still feel off. I haven't hit that mark. My light still shines through the dark. Where are you now even when I... I miss my mark. Grandma used to tell me back on Chevy Lane, under the magnolias where the family still remains, our footprints are still in the ground. And when I look around, I still feel you in the breeze. It doesn't have to be a physical footprint in the ground for me not to believe. My heart used to ache, but now I feel relieved. No Tylenol, no Advil. I just feel those words of encouragement still rolling off my shoulder as the weight of the world still melts away. They still believe me, but they still want to say, who are you to be? Who are you today without not going through a trial? I went through tribulations. I was judged not for who I am, but for my actions, my skin color. This is who I am. Nothing but a, a young black boy from the east side of Atlanta, like many of us have been, I still is. But I got to be that rose that breaks through that concrete. I have to be that leaf in the wind that blows farther away than anyone else can see. I have to be that star that shines so deep in the sky. So when my children look up and they say, that's greatness. <laughs>